Welcome, everybody, to the It's My Turn to Talk podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Ardonias. It's been a while. Um, it's been a little bit too long, I say. Um, usually, every time I don't um, do some content for you guys, it's um, for, for good reason or I'm busy doing other things. And again, that was the case uh, this time around. Um, it's been a while because I've been trying to focus on quickly finishing school. Um, I took on five classes this summer um, just because I'm... I'm so ready to be done with college. I just want to finish. Um, so I kind of overloaded myself this semester. Um, so that's why I, I kind of had to put off other hobbies. One of the hobbies being podcasting. Um, so that's why I was away from it for a little while. But um, I'm back now. Um, and I came back at a great time, right? It's fantasy football season. And as you guys have known by listening to me for, I think I have to say, at least two full sports seasons now. Um, fantasy football is my favorite. It really is. Um, I hope to maybe have a job talking about fantasy football professionally one day, but that's down the road. Um, I really just uh, love everything about fantasy football, man. I believe, I mean, it keeps fans together um, and it makes it so you don't have to just watch your favorite team. You can watch your favorite players and it's just a huge asset to the fan experience. It really is. So, this is a great time of the year. Um, I love the the sports season. I don't like the weather because I hate the cold. I'm only a warm guy. But in terms of sports season from about August to, I say, November, November, December, um, that's, my, that's uh, the best time, I feel like. So with that, I'm going to jump off into kind of give you ready for draft season, um, get pre- prepared for the season. Usually every time I do this or – just in general, I guess any pre-fantasy football draft um, analyst would tell you um, there's always you always kind of hear the guys you want to get the chases, um, Justin Jefferson, Eckler, McCaffrey, Kelsey, um, Henry, guys like that. Those are the guys that you know you're going to want. Um, you know, if you you know, those are just the guys you want to have in your team, right? <clears throat> but I'm going to jump into five players you have to have on your team, even if it's a reach. So it's none of those players I listed, and it's none of the players that are going to be in the top six or seven. Um, it's guys that are still kind of high, kind of low. Um, but And I'm still dealing with these guys that are in like the first, first five rounds, first four or five rounds. Um, but these are guys that even if you're overpicking for them, get them. Um, I feel like I wanted to do this first besides doing position outlooks and like wide best wide receivers this year best quarterback so we might get into that little a uh, little bit later uh, maybe next week or so but for now I wanted to talk about five players you must have on your team okay first I want to talk about Lamar Jackson quarterback for Baltimore Ravens he's 26 now um, and this is all assuming him and J.K. Dobbins are healthy right because um, the last two full seasons that he played um, which was uh, 2020 and 2021, um, he threw for 26 yards, or 26 yards. See, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. I'm telling you. <clears throat> 26 touchdowns in 1,000 rushing yards. Um, he lit it up when he was healthy. Um, and luckily now he has hopefully more health. I feel like in fantasy you're always asking for health. 
um, of players. But he's got weapons now. He really does. Um, and he, I feel like, you know how he he can still offer uh, fantasy points on the run, yeah. But I do feel like he's got the weapons to make it a point to be a good passer as well. I mean, he's got OBJ, who's still going to give you something. <clears throat> he's got Rashad Bateman, who is the guy who is – we've been waiting for him to come on for a while. Um, but he hasn't really showed up. But I see he's got potential. Um, he's got Mark Andrews, who is one of the league's best tight ends. Um, and he's somebody who's developed great rapport with Lamar Jackson over the years. You know, they're very close. And it's he's one of the best security blankets for Lamar Jackson. Um, his running backs, he always uses them well. Um, whether this year it's J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards or whoever it may be, he always uses them very well um, to hand it off to them if he needs to take some pressure off of him or to dump it off to them for some passing yards. Um, but most of all, Zay Flowers. I'm really excited for Zay Flowers <coughs> for this Baltimore team. Rookie out of Boston College, wide receiver. Um, that guy is quick. If you've seen any of his training camp stuff, highlights on Twitter, that guy is turning heads. He, I think he's going to be very, very good for Baltimore for years to come. Um, I don't know if he's going to make a top, 20 splash this year um but i guarantee you zay flowers will be a top 20 player within the next three years he's he's i think lamar jackson will like him too and i think he's gonna benefit um but lamar jackson um he's got the best two things you want in a quarterback right dual threat you he can run and throw um and he can run and throw do very well is he gonna pass better than josh allen no but he's gonna rush better than him right so they probably should be kind of in the same breath um so he's a cheaper Jalen Hurts this year, I'll tell you that. Um, they both don't have very good arms. Um, they are both are accurate to a sense, um, but they can both make plays on the run. So Lamar Jackson and him are very close. Um, but Lamar Jackson, he's going to be picked quarterback maybe seven or eight when he can finish probably in top four this year. So that's value to me. That's improvement to me. That's That space in between them is what you're going for, right? And so if you can get this guy – it may be the seventh round, sixth round. Okay, maybe that's a little bit too low. Maybe sixth. Um, I think that's a steal, man, because he, like I said, he can be a top four quarterback. And those top four quarterbacks will probably be gone by the third or fourth round. So that split of round value, it's going to huge there. His um, draft position is going to be a huge difference. So uh, if you got to reach for Lamar Jackson, get him this year okay do offensive coordinator too don't don't forget that so i'm very high on the former mvp this year um i have him finishing in the top four behind only um burrow hurts and mahomes go get lamar jackson <clears throat> two i'm looking at tony pollard running back at the dallas cowboys he's 26 now but i'm all in on tony pollard i really am um he's going about running back seven right now six or seven when he can finish with top three, top three upside. Because get this, all the bulk of his production last year was on 10 to 15 touches a game. That's it. All the highlights that he put up to make us be like, man, I want him in fantasy next year. Or maybe he's the future. Or to make Jerry Jones feel comfortable putting the future in his hands. All the highlights that he gave us to change our opinion of him came off of like 10 to 15 touches a game. That's it. So just imagine if he got it, well, since he's going to be a starter this year, just imagine if he got 18 to 20 touches a game or more. That volume is going to be huge. 
So if you took him, if you can maybe get him round two, pick six, huge value. Value. If you picked, if you have pick six on round two, you had a middle of the first round pick. So maybe you got like a Tyree kill at picks. I don't know, eight, and then at pick six you're getting Tony Pollard. Starting with Tyreek Hill and Tony Pollard, I would take it for your first two guys. Um, but Pollard can uh, he he can play with the best. Uh, his pass catching ability is it Eckler like? No, but it's a good place to start. And this is his first year starting fully, so he can be up there with the Ecklers um, in terms of pass catching ability and McCaffrey. He really can. He's got soft hands. Um, he's got to stay healthy, just like everybody else in fantasy football. Um, but he was the top six running back in 20% of the games um, last year. In the two games that he did semi-start, uh, he finished running back three in both weeks in the latter parts of the season. Um, another plus for him is that there's Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball more. Um, I love me some Kellen Moore. I think he did awesome in Dallas. Um, I was pretty sad to see him go. Um, for various reasons that we won't, we don't need to get into on this particular pod. Um, but in terms of Mike McCarthy, he said that with Kellen Moore out and with himself being able to call more plays, he wants to run the ball a little bit more. Um, and more running plays and more touches equals more volume and equals even more of my reason to go with Tony Pollard. Overdraft him. If you picked him with the last pick in the first round, or at the 10th pick in the first round, I won't be mad at you because I'm telling you, top three upside, top three upside. Remember that. Tony Pollard, he's going to be a guy that can really change your fantasy team this season. Go get him. All right, third, Jerry Judy, wide receiver of the Denver Broncos, uh, 24 years of age. We as NFL fans, fantasy football fans, I feel like we've been waiting for this guy to go off for, quite, for a little bit now. Um, he came out. During a loaded 2020 NFL draft class in terms of wide receivers that had himself, um, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, um, Henry Ruggs before all that stuff happened, and Gabe Davis. Um, he was looked at to be the best outside of Jefferson, and he still can be. He really can. Uh, when healthy, quote, quote, healthy, um, he finished 13 in target share last year. In the last six games of the year, he was a fifth-ranked wide receiver. Um he shows flashes. I mean, he's fast. He's one of the better route runners in the game already at his age. Um, he reminds me of the player who can be like Julian Edelman was. He can be the security blanket for a team. Um, he's bigger than Julian Edelman was, um, but his route running tree is awesome. Um, and I think he's got the ability to be Russell Wilson's Tyler Lockett. Um, in PPR, he's going to be a monster for you. Um, and not to mention the co coaching upgrade from Sean Payton to Nathaniel Hackett, or I'm sorry, from Hackett to Sean Payton is going to be huge in terms of his improvement. Um, I'm not going to throw any shade on, on Nathaniel Hackett again because that guy got so much shade thrown at him the last week or so by Sean Payton himself. So I'll leave that where it's at because he's got it. He got enough heat going at him with the last week or so, but, um, Sean Payton with um, Russell Wilson and the talent he's got on the offense. I think uh, I think it'll be pretty good. I really do. So Jerry Judy, when I did a few mock drafts myself, he was still there in the fifth round. Um, and I think right there could be exceptional value. One of the drafts he was even there during the sixth, sixth and seventh, I think. So it's really low. Um, so even right now, a lot of people are still looking at Jerry Judy as being maybe their wide receiver three. 
which is fine. It's fair. Uh, but in terms of chance and value and potential, he can be your wide receiver too on your team because he's definitely going to be the best receiver on the Broncos. So he's definitely um, – he can propel your team. So if I had him paired up with – like let's say I did go Tyreek Hill, Tony Pollard. In my third round, let's say I went Ty, um, T. Higgins. And if I got Jerry Judy right there on that next pick, I would be so happy if he was my wide receiver three. Um I'm, I'm all in on Jerry Judy this year. I really am. So um, take him. He's another player who can make or break your season. Barring any injury. It's always injury. Number four, I'm talking about Amon Ross St. Brown. Detroit Lions wide receiver. The SoCal guy. I, I'm always so jealous when I talk to somebody about being from um, going to USC. I always wanted to go there as a kid. Every time I see some USC stuff, I'm like, dang, if only. But I've been the same height since I was like 16, so there was no way I was going to be able to play ball at USC. Let's be realistic. So, But then if I was doing that, I couldn't be able to do what I'm doing with doing for you guys right now. I could be like, I don't know, playing overseas in Turkey or something. You guys wouldn't even know who I was. So I'm glad it ended up how it was. I'm glad it's my turn to talk instead of – playing at a, in a professional basketball league in Turkey. I'll take this over anything, okay? Amon Ross St. Brown, let me get back on track. See, I can't start – I can't talk about my own experience because I can keep going. But Amon Ross St. Brown, Detroit Lions wide receiver. I love this guy. I really do. Um, Fourth-round pick um, a couple years ago. He's awesome in the slot. One of the best slot receivers in the game, if not the best. Um, he has the proto- prototypical – high ceiling, high floor. There's not a lot of risk with this guy. There's really not. He can give you um, 85 catches, 1,300 yards, and 11 touchdowns this year. I think he can. He's going to finish up. He has the ability to finish top five um, wide receiver. He's definitely taken in the top six. uh, But the reason why he's on here, you might be asking, well, these guys that you're talking about are all kind of high, even the next guy. Um, Yeah, they might still be high on there, but these players that I'm listing are also guys that you could have on your like on your queue or as a target even above the guys you would normally pick like i'm really i really have that much confidence in amon raw um battled through injury and was the number two receiver behind tyree kill in target shares last year behind tyree kill he was the number two in all season with jared goff um goff is always looking at him he's a top 10 wide receiver in 2022 because of that. Um, he was fifth in first down conversions, so pretty much 30% of the passes he caught uh, were all for first down conversions, which means he's a PPR machine. He gobbles up yards. Um, he's one of the safest and most reliable guys you can draft, barring any injury. He has Edelman vibes, just how I said about um, Jerry Judy. Um, similar size at six foot, 195. Um, He can give you, like I said, 85 to 90 catches. He's a cool guy, too. I mean, his name, Amon Ra, means sun god. Who wouldn't want to draft a guy where his name means sun god, right? He's the likable guy on a likable team. I mean, everybody likes talking about the Lions. Um, They're just kind of have that feel-good, like, I'm just an NFL fan, and I appreciate the Lions still going hard. I think Dan Campbell really changed the – how do I say it? 
not change the motto. I guess just, I don't know how to say it, but he just changed the, okay, changed the culture of the Detroit. And I feel like guys like Amon Ra and Jared Goff are beneficiaries. And so I think you, you can't root against this guy at all. Every, um, I have him finishing, I'm trying to think right now, but I have him finishing over Amari Cooper this year. I have him finishing over Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, Devontae Smith, um, CD Lamb. I have him finishing over CD Lamb. I really do. Um, I have him finishing higher than guys like DK Metcalf even, too. Um, he can be your wide receiver one, man. He's going to be in the Diggs level, Terry Kill, Adams, um, Cooper Cup, Jefferson, Chase. He's in He's in that that conversation so like if somebody was at late late first round let's say maybe they're the 10th pick and their choices are lamb Diggs, and amon Ra. people are probably going to pick lamb or Diggs. but if you picked amon Ra over those two guys everybody else in your league will probably be like huh but <clears throat> i don't mind it i could see why somebody would want to pick him he's very reliable and he's going to finish in the top seven so why not pick him at four, right? So you can have that guy on your team. Um, so draft him with ease. Um, very confident in Monroe um, and the Lions altogether. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan, die hard, but I really, um, I feel for Detroit. I don't know what it is, but I just like Detroit. Um, I like cheering for them sometimes, or like, well, I like. I hope they come back during this game or anything like that, because they just seem like a pretty cool group. And Monroe fits that role, especially fantasy. Go get a Monroe St. Brown. And you won't regret it, okay? Number five, lastly, Nick Chubb of of the Cleveland Browns. Why is this guy not talked about enough? He is always near the top. Um, he was a number four back this year. But ESPN consensus has, has him going between 15 and 22 average draft position. He's my probably my favorite guy to draft this year. Um Again, I'm like beating a dead horse. It's barring any injury. He can be successful. But when he is, he is always up there with all the top names. With Kareem Hunt gone, that could give him more abilities, yes. I don't know if it's going to take, if he's going to take over Kareem Hunt's pass catching abilities because he's not one to really catch the ball as well. But when you run the ball like he does and at as high of a level as he does, who cares? You don't really need to catch the ball. Just and and Deshaun Watson, you know that'll that'll help him anyway. He can give him more dump offs, and so it's just there's just a lot of pieces around Nick Chubb this year that could benefit him more than he already is as a good player. He's just that guy. He can finish number one running back. He has that ability. Um, what do you got? There's Caffrey, Henry, Bijan. Who else is up there? Eckler, he can finish near those guys. He really, he's just a monster, and I feel like no one talks about him enough. And it's, it's weird, is it because it's in Cleveland? Not really. Um, I don't know what it is. I just think Nick Chubb is always overshadowed, and you're gonna be able to get him in your second round. You really are. Maybe even late. He's not gonna make it past your third. He won't make it past your third. But he would be there. Like let's say it's a 12 team league, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was still there round two, pick 20. So, like, if in the first round, let's say you jumped the gun and picked him on raw, I picked 10, um, and then I pick um, 18 or 20, you get Nick Chubb, depending on if you're a snake draft or not. Um, 
that'd be a great, um, great combo. Nick Chubb is, barring any injury, he's going to get huge volume for you. And this guy's a workhorse. He has no problem getting 20, 25 touches a game. He's the only person in NFL history to average five yards per carry in five years. Five yards a carry. And with how many carries he gets, he's destined for a 100-yard game at any given moment. He just doesn't catch. But we get too involved in are they dual threats. But I don't think we need to worry about dual threats as much. Um, I mean, of course, if you, it's going to benefit, right? Everybody loves dual threat in terms of fantasy football, and that's fine. But I'm trying to paint the picture that if you're Nick Chubb or if you're a Nick Chubb fantasy owner, only focus on how good he is running the ball, and that is awesome. So if you get Nick Chubb, I have him on this list because if you get Nick Chubb, you, chances are you got him because you it either fell into your lap or I'm telling you guys, if you even reached for him, I'd be happy. If you picked him before players like Lamb, Diggs, Saquon, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I think Nick Chubb can finish higher than all those guys. Josh Jacobs, I think Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb can finish higher than all those guys. Um, Nick Chubb is just that guy every year. And he seems like the type of guy that doesn't care like he even needs to be talked about. He just goes out there and does his business. And that's perfect for fantasy, right? And leave it to, product, leave it to production um, and take Chubb as the first running back because he can finish as the first running back. Uh, if you can... Just if you can get him, I I don't think it would. Um, I think you're going to be very happy. He's a league winner. Some of these other guys, I say, make can make or break your team. No, Nick Chubb is a league winner. He's that type of guy that you can count on every week if he's healthy. I like him. I like him a lot. I'm big on Nick Chubb. All right, so that was a very raw. Um, recording, I get you can probably tell that it's my first time back in in a few months, but I hope I still give you guys good good content. Um, I told you guys why I was gone for so long, but I'm back now. Um, I'm gonna give you guys some more content. This is fantasy football season. This is what I love, and I'm ready to give you guys more content to follow along with me. I think I'm gonna try to get a questionnaire type thing on Spotify. So if you guys listen to it on Spotify, maybe. Like when I do those links, um, and if you follow the Spotify one, I want to see if there's a place where you guys can do like question and answers, because um, I think that would be a cool aspect to add to the show, because sometimes I get some questions about it, or just in terms of like creating a bond with the listeners a little bit more, so if that's something I'm going to do, but bottom line, what I am going to do is give you guys more context. That's what you want as listeners. So that's what I'm going to give you guys. And with that, this is the It's My Turn to Talk podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Desmond Ordonez. Until next time, I'm out.